Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, you're listening to My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget, you can always go back and listen to our podcast if there's anything that you miss, like blind items, as in the first uh, hour of the show. Already posted, and you get a whole half hour of blind items every day, just on the Bradley and Dawn show. That's right. Okay. We have to talk about K-Fed. Oh. Oh, God. Dawn, he's denying something that a lot of us thought he was doing. Okay. And that involves moving his entire family to Hawaii. He is doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But the motive behind it is not what you guys thought. Okay. At least that's what he would like you to think. Okay. Because that's what he's saying. Okay. Should we have a listen Yeah, it's really, he doesn't say a lot. No, it's hard. So you're going to hear a lot of the paparazzo. Uh Uh-huh. And then towards the end, if I remember correctly, you're going to hear his low low voice. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this is a guy that's basically like, at first I thought, oh, that's his voice. And then I was like, no, 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 that's the... That's the paparazzo. Anyway, um, have a listen to what he says of us speculating that he's just moving his kids to Hawaii because they have an extended child support law that allows people to collect child support well into the kids' 20s if they're in school, right? Yes. Let's listen. How you doing, brother? You still planning on moving to Hawaii? If you do, would you allow Brittany to see the boys before you guys leave? No comment. A lot of people are saying that you're choosing Hawaii because of the change in child support laws out there. Well, anything you could say to them? A lot of people say a lot of stupid things. Would you say the same about the uh, drug comments that they were saying that you said? I've already made my comments on that. All right, Kevin. Have a good one. A lot of people saying a lot of stupid things. Yeah. That's all he had to say about that, but he didn't say no. Yeah. He just kind of like rolled his eyes. It's funny how, you know, it's like, oh, how did they know that he was going to be coming out of Trader Joe's right then? I will say it kind of looked like a setup. Yes. Although you'd expect him to do better. Like he didn't deliver much. No, I I'm almost thinking that he did. I don't know if it was Trader Joe's. I'm just saying it looked like, you know, but who cares? I thought it was like a gas station. Gas but station you could yeah. be... <laughs> anyway, he's coming out of a store, but. Maybe somebody else called TMZ and said, hey, Kevin's inside. is in Trader Joe's. Yeah. You know, so they were waiting because he isn't forthcoming about answers. But I will say, congratulations. That is bold for the paparazzi to ask that question. Oh, like, I love it. like, what do you think about 
you know, you're moving your family because the child support laws are different in Hawaii. Jeez. Yeah, well, they obviously are paying attention. This is what I love. I mean, I guess you could read it that he like did the because, dear listener, if you're just joining us, which you're, uh, you're not because you know how this works. But for the uninitiated, if there's a narrative out there and you want to push against the narrative, call up TMZ, have a paparazzo show up, make a comment, and mm-hmm. then it's on the record that you're not doing that. Right? Mm-hmm. It says grimaces. He's at McDonald's, honey. Oh. It's got one of them grim because you know how the grimace shake is all the thing right now. <laughs> and why is and he, he comes a out of McDonald's? It's LA without any food. Yeah, right. Maybe he just ate inside the restaurant. Okay. Or Yeah, he had his grimace shake in. Does K Fed eat inside the McDonald's? <laughs> Maybe I he had to use a toilet. Drive through. Why is he wearing a sweatshirt? And who's summer? the old dude that's with him that he gets into the car with? Maybe it's one of um I don't know. I'm just saying it's weird that he rolls up to eat it. He dines in at McDonald's. K Fed <laughs> dines in. <laughs> too hot for that sweatshirt. When's the last time have you dined in? Mmm. At a fast food joint? No, never. I mean, I can not, tell you the last know. time I did was it was a Culver's and it was a road trip. Yeah, maybe something like that. That's yeah. about the only. And I will tell you, I love Culver's on the road because their restaurants are clean, their bathrooms are clean. Yeah, their food is amazing. You can sit down and have the burger and then go back up and get your ice cream. You don't have to get it all at once. Right. That's key. You don't want that to melt. I know. I hate that. Well, what you can do is just go through the drive through, eat your burger and then go through again and say, hi, I'm back. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Sit in the parking lot and then drive back around and drive back through. They don't care. Okay. So do you believe him that from a friend? What? Uh, No, I don't Um, think about this. I've thought about this a little bit deeper. So. He's moving there because his wife or girlfriend, I don't, I think, I think his wife. wife, his wife accepted a position at a university there. Okay. She works for, I don't know, Hawaii state. I don't know what it is, but most of the time when you, you are not sought out for jobs, you search for jobs. Okay. So let's say they found out. That the child support laws were so crazy. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then she applied to work there. You think that they called her up and said, hi, we learned that you exist and we want you to apply for this job. Yeah. I doubt it. I think she probably, they found that out and she goes, boopity, boopity, boop. Okay, I just got this job. Now it's permission for us to look like we're moving because of my job. He, I will say, uh, his wife, by the way, is Victoria Prince. Following their divorce in 2007, he remarried her. Oh, God, these two have a relationship. Okay, well, I'm thinking she went seeking a job. They've been married since 2013. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's plausible what you suggested. I mean, I think they would push back and say, she was just looking for the best job possible. Mm-hmm. You can say anything you want, but if you're I making mean, like 20 grand a month from your kids being on child support or whatever it is, it's yeah. some ridiculous amount, maybe 40. I think it's 20 per child. So. Also, I will say like moving to Hawaii is a flex. That is not something everyone can do. Right. Milk is like $7 a gallon. Do you know the last, we, we went to Hawaii. When was that? Last fall for the first time. 
a lot of tour operators that we got to know were like, we can't, like, our kids can't afford to live here. They have to leave. Yeah. Like, they grow up in the most beautiful place on earth. Which for a lot of them, you know, the so native Hawaiians, native are Hawaiians, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, that their kids, like one of the guys on uh, distinctly, I remember on Kauai, I think the average like starting price for a home was like a million something. Sure. And so like his kids just can't afford that, obviously, or I shouldn't say obviously, but like they can't afford that because they're not their job opportunities are not um they're not paying them. Are not paying that. And so they would have to go to the mainland mm-hmm. in order to afford to live, which is just a crying shame because it's their home. Yeah. You know? Oh, Yet, Kevin Federline can have Britney Spears bankroll his family yeah. moving to... I mean, they're not paying for him, but she sure is paying for her kids. Yeah, she sure is paying for him. Who are about to be adults. Real. Yeah. What else does he do? But live off the money that she sends. I don't. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That He's part. a DJ. He come, oh, okay. I don't I've know. Never what he seen does. him traveling or touring or I don't no. know. But he would say he's raising his children. Yeah. Well, you know, I just why does he look so grungy still? I don't. Don's like over here with the like. Why are you wearing a sweatshirt outside McDonald's? I just, he's I going mean, to McDonald's. It bothers me. When I wear people, sweatshirts to McDonald's when people in LA wear cold weather clothes they yeah, just well, want a variety it's like they when i go to florida to see my mom and they're all wearing parkas and you're like uh sir uh-huh. it is 80 degrees out why are you wearing a parka and it's the summertime yeah so don i want you to sit with that and work through it i'll be fine <laughs> because when we come back we have to take a turn in fact, you're going to have to tell us a story about Taylor Swift and how she has not just changed our culture in the United States. She's literally changed the law in Brazil. That's right. And you'll tell us why when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. I want you to head to wearealight.org. The reason I want you to do that is because you'll learn on that website all about the work Alight is doing, a Twin Cities-based organization who spreads out across the globe to help displaced persons. What is a displaced person? Well, really, it's just a person like you or me uh, who for no other reason, or I should say for no reason that uh, they are responsible for, has had to leave everything behind, often at a moment's notice. And that's usually because of things like war, conflict, famine. And if that should happen to any of us, you would hope that there is an organization there to help us land on our feet and to start a new life. That's exactly what Alight does. And they're doing it right here in our own backyard. To learn more about the work Alight is doing here in Minnesota, but also across the United States and throughout the world, head to wearealight.org today. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Your station for entertainment. Well, Taylor Swift, she is, of course, on her Eras tour, and uh, we just had her here in Minneapolis. It was fantastic, amazing. I didn't get to go, but oh. I heard it was awesome. Oh, yeah, poor me. But you Did know, you want to go? Um, Have you been to a Taylor concert? I've not been to a Taylor Swift concert. I don't know. The, the, the crowd being so big, and <laughs> I'll be honest with you, the singing... Yeah, that would drive me. I don't up know a wall. if I can handle that, and that yeah. means I'm old. And that's I think just it the way would it be, uh, you know, like if I had the opportunity to go, it would be interesting just as a human experiment to see what a Taylor Swift because you know it's just a like magical experience. But 
it's not it's magical lot. if I can't hear the artist. Yeah. <laughs> so there's my answer. I have a friend who does that, and it's like, don't do that. Oh, they're right next to you, too. Yeah. Is your friend Jamie? No. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Jamie's a huge fan of Madonna. No, right. he does not. No, he would he never in a million years. He or would scream along? No. Yeah. I bet that's frustrating to an artist, too. Um, okay, back to Taylor Swift, though. Um, so, Sorry, I sidetracked you. Oh, no, no, no. It's totally fine. So, uh, in Brazil, by the way, she just um, introduced introduced a bunch of new dates added to her previously announced international shows in Mexico, Argentina, that. and Brazil. So, people are stoked because, like, in Rio de Janeiro, that's a huge city. They needed to add some dates, Okay. So she added a sixth show in Rio, and a Brazilian lawmaker has now taken steps to address the scalpers, and she is introducing a bill called the Taylor Swift Law Oh, to stop these scalpers. Now, if you can believe this, middle school kids had something to do with this. How so? <laughs> because Simone Marchetto... She's a member of the Brazilian Chamber of Deputies. She represents areas in Brazil. So her 10-year-old kid and all of their friends at school are talking about how scalpers buy up all the tickets. And that's all they're talking about at school. That they can't go to these shows because their parents can't afford the tickets. And it's because of scalpers. Yeah. And so... I feel like middle school kids had something to do with this this bill being introduced. What I also love is that this is now the second country I'm aware of that -hmm. meaningful legislation has passed in an effort to redesign the ticketing system for major artists. Right. Yeah. So her superpowers uh, go well beyond music. It's true. Um, So basically... The ticket scalpers, if they're found to be a ticket scalper, they could face penalties up to 100 times the original ticket price. Wow. So the fines could reach into, um, you know, we're talking like $100,000 or between seventy dollars and $100,000. Wow. Um, and then they would also face like four years in prison. So we don't have laws in the U.S. to protect us from ticket scalpers, but Brazil's like, well... You know, it's also there are other events that this happens with, of course, like soccer is huge. Oh, sure. And so this has happened with sporting events and things in the past. There were actually people getting into um, there were at least 10 scalpers that some of the some reporting has said um, that got violent when they were attempting to buy tickets for resale in person at the box office. Okay. Like a fight broke out. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, <laughs> because they're buying up all these tickets and fighting with each other and, and things like that. So, I mean, you know, I can see how things like this are necessary, but I just don't know how they can, like, how do you find out if someone's scalping? And wouldn't scalpers just get around this law by pretending to be a bunch of different people? Well, I do think it's a comp, I mean, your your point is well taken in that it's a complicated process, period. So mm-hmm. any fix is going to have to deal with that complicated set of issues. So I don't know Brazil, obviously, and I probably don't know much about the United States system, but it seems to me that the resale market is just as fraud as the, so, I mean, that's the closest yeah. thing to scalpers, right? Because yeah. we don't have that, right? It's just... Re- well, we do. Because you can, right? But yeah, it's harder. laws in the U.S. Uh, yeah. against scalping tickets. I mean, that's what I've just read on the internet because I tried to look up the laws and it's like there are no laws. Well, I think that's going to depend on like the the place that you are, right? Like some places, Mike was telling us about this sometime last week where state by state, there are certain different, there are certain ways you can resell tickets. Um, But I guess my point is just that like, it's a complicated system. And so any fix is going to have to deal with that complicated system. And to your point, people will find workarounds because ultimately there's a market, right? Like if there is a set, it's not just the people selling the tickets. It's the people buying those secondary tickets. So as long as, as, you know, there's always good, I guess you can try to minimize as best you can, but I feel like for every person who buys a ticket, you know, on Ticketmaster or even like StubHub or something else, you know, there's going to be people trying to buy tickets elsewhere and they will jack up the prices and that creates a market. And then therefore you're just going to have people trying to serve that market. It's frustrating though, because for those of us who just want to go to a concert, I don't even think it's just the resellers of tickets that are the problem. It's the, I, I think it's like the artists, Ticketmaster, like the whole, like everybody together. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Um, sure. Because It, 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 it just seems artificially inflated. Yes, and and like for Taylor Swift, I think that you could only buy four tickets at a time with your unique code through yeah. Ticketmaster. I think that's how it works. Um, but I don't know what the laws are in Brazil. Maybe it's like an unlimited, like you can buy 100. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even the four, that just means that people can, you know, they're just going to have like computer systems going in and buying four tickets at a time as people, even yeah, though they're not exactly. really people. Yeah. And it's like, because we had this experience with Adele, the Vegas residencies, where um, it was just, it was, this was the first time before she canceled the tour. We got in and then instantly we start looking for tickets and they, the the dynamic pricing. Yes. Where all the ticket prices were just changing live. Yeah. Like you'd click on them and they instantly double. Yeah. And you're just like, what in what world did somebody think this was a good idea? Yeah, that is not cool. And I know Amy Klobuchar was trying to get something through and uh, just to protect us Minnesotans from this kind of stuff. Well, Dawn, thank you for the update on Taylor Swift. I do now have the most important update of the day. It involves the urge to go to the bathroom when you walk into a retail establishment. <laughs> 
My Talker is Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Callhero.com. This time of year, you're thinking about your AC working. You're hoping it's going to work. Maybe you're not even thinking about it because it just always works. Well, if for some reason things go south uh, this summer, and I don't mean you going on vacation somewhere. I mean your AC crapping out. Well, then you'll have to go on vacation because you need your AC. But here's the thing. If, If anything goes wrong with your air conditioning, just do what we did. Call hero you can have them out for that tune-up it's only 69 dollars, and that tune-up by the way is going to get you a 365 day uh no breakdown guarantee but we love the service we got from hero when they came out to fix our ac they also taught us a thing or two about how to run that ac efficiently literally had no idea that we were doing things wrong such that the upstairs of our home was inefficiently cooled for years but now it works like a dream. Thanks to Hero. Call Hero.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. When you get into a store, do you get the urge to go? It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk. 1071. Everything. Bathroom facilities. Where are they? Dawn! I am so excited to finally, <laughs> after three hours, talk about the one story. Or should I say the number, number two story, the story of the day? <laughs> Do you get the urge, dear listeners, to use the toilette when you're at the Targets or maybe the TJ Maxx? Apparently, it's a thing. Now, I've known that firsthand, and I'll tell you why in a moment, because as I dug into this topic, Don, <laughs> I learned... I'm not alone. In fact, I saw a headline and I thought, wait a minute, what is this all about? So maybe you've seen this headline. <laughs> People have been calling out stores like TJ Maxx. This is from BuzzFeed. People have been calling out stores like TJ Maxx and Target for having a, quote, laxative effect. <laughs> They're calling out Target and TJ Like you are making it happen somehow. So this woman on TikTok, of course, as all things now relevant to our culture are uh, illustrated. Yes. Uh, TikTok user Home with Shelby created a now viral video where she had a sudden urge. We can't play it because it's literally just music and then a fart noise uh, (laughs) with her like walking into Target. Um, Anyway, so that got a lot of conversation. It went viral and it got a lot of conversation going. But this is not the first time people have noticed this thing and have actually dug into it. In fact, it goes all the way back to the 1980s in Japan, one of our favorite countries mm-hmm. on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn show. Hi, Japan. Call us. We'd like to do our show live from you. Call me. Call us. Kawaii. <laughs> okay. Kawaii. Okay. This is not kawaii. This is not kawaii. This is cute. Well, I can't. I, I feel like I shouldn't even say the word in Japanese. Um, thank you. Uh, I, when I saw this story, and basically the story is no more complicated, dear listener, than what I've already said to you, that people walk into a store to go shopping, (laughs) and as they're browsing, they instantly feel the need, or as the woman says, the sudden urge to bleep, Uh (laughs) and then they have to run to the bathroom. Oh my um, gosh. By the way, if this is a thing, if this free, happens to you, feel free to call us live from the Twilight. Sure that you don't say anything gross, but we are welcome to your phone call, <laughs> or you could email us or tweet us. Yeah, and we'll uh, you, you, use euphemisms. But when I read this story, Don, because they say that people have ventured theories oh. about why this happens, and so I started reading because I was like, Don, mm. I have had this. Happened to me, to okay, but it me. always happens at one particular location. Not a Target, not a TJ Maxx. Where? At a bookstore. Huh. 
Now, this has not happened to me for years because let's be clear, I haven't been, I don't find myself in like a Barnes and Noble okay. uh, a lot anymore um, because I do a lot of, you know, like I go to the library or online and get my books mm-hmm. or, you know, anyway. Moral of the story is I have not found myself perusing the shelves of a bookstore in a while, but when I used to, I mean, I have distinct memories of being in college <laughs> and going to the Hungry Mind bookstore on campus and standing there in front of the shelves and thinking, oh my God. It's happening again. It's happening. And I need to excuse myself and go find uh, some alone time. Have you ever had this experience? (laughs) I haven't. But I, before I leave the house, even if it's just up the road, I go to the bathroom like I'm taking a long-term trip. Okay. Because an everyday at work before I leave, I also go to the bathroom in case traffic is really bad. Oh yeah, or something happens. Like, what if I get in an accident? But I'm telling and you, I'm on the side of the road and I have to poop. I'm telling you, I have a routine. My routine is solid. Uh huh. I said solid. Yeah. My routine is very solid. Okay. That doesn't matter. I will find myself perusing the 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 shelves of a store. Maybe it's to smell the books. I don't know. Well, but are they used books? You just open it up and like for some reason. Now, when I when books. I said it was a bookstore, I thought to myself, "Well, that's weird. Uh, why is it bookstores for me?" <laughs> Turns out, Don, I'm not alone either. What? Because there is a whole phenomenon called the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. That's Japanese. Sure. Uh, and it it all traces back to a woman who wrote about this this phenomenon in the 1980s in Japan. Oh my god. And there's like a hot, there's tons of conversation around this. So it's really something that specifically happens in bookstores. Well, it, it happens in bookstores, but it's not it but it also happens, you know, as I said, there's also this like viral conversation about it happening in other retail establishments. Oh. Um Leah, have people been calling in with <laughs> With thoughts and opinions. Yeah, we've actually, we've got Joni on line one right now. Okay. Should we take Joni's call, yeah. Dawn? Let's go to Joni. Hello. Joni, Joni, what do you want to say? Okay, so here's the situation. We spend our summers in Shakopee because we have racehorses over at Canterbury. Yes! And the only place this ever happens to me is the Target in Shakopee. <laughs> Nowhere else, only that store. Just that story. Is it like the moment you? Is it the moment you walk through the door, or is it like? Oh yeah, it's like thank God the restrooms are right there by the front door because I would never make it if they were in the back of the store. (laughs) So if you are like constipated, do you go to the Target and Shakopee to make things happen? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, I said if you're constipated, do you go to the Shakopee Target? Oh, she didn't oh, hear it again. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I can't hear you at all. No, that's okay, honey. Thank you so Thank much you. for for calling and sharing. I think that's a great suggestion, Don. I mean, Target and uh, TJ Maxx should advertise. Yeah. <laughs> Having a problem going to the bathroom? Yeah. Stop by. Oh no. Pick up a you know a, a loaf of bread and drop off a- the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Do you have anybody else on the phone? Well, on uh, line two right now, I have uh, someone who's calling in. They're using an alias. Okay, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. So, a.k.a. LaFonda's on the line right now. Hi, LaFonda. Hi, LaFonda. Welcome to the show, LaFonda. Hello? LaFonda's busy in the bathroom. She stopped at the Targets. Oh, it's fine. No, it's fine. 
Hi, LaFonda. Welcome to the show. Where do you have to poop? <laughs> Dawn. Sorry. We, we may have lost her there. No, Sorry. it's okay. It's um, so clearly this is a thing. I'm telling you, Dawn, as I was reading through, and do, do you want to know what some of the theories are about why this happens? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, so again, there's nothing like definitive about why this happens, but I will say in this, and if we could put this on our show links page, that Absolutely. would be great. Because um, they have contacted like actual experts. I don't know if you'd call them an experts. Oh. However... The person who wrote this story reached out to Dr. Supriya Rao, a quadruple board-certified internal medicine, gastroenterology, obesity medicine, lifestyle medicine doctor, to find out what's going on. And while she said there is not enough definitive research, she's had a few theories. The gut is called the second brain. There's millions of nerves that innervate our GI tract. For example... Some people, before they have to give a big talk or presentation, will have butterflies in their stomach or feel a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. So a lot of people will probably have to use the bathroom because it excites their GI tract and enhances their motility, which is just a fancy word for going doo-doo. So you're literally relaxed enough while you're looking at books and your imagination is going yeah. and your body sort of... Well, she went on to say it could be that you're either anxious or, for other people, it could just be super relaxing. And if you're relaxed, then you feel like you're at home. And guess where you're most likely to have a movement? At home, hopefully. Which, I don't know. Here's the other theory that I want them to figure out, like, in addition to why people do this in certain retail establishments. Why, like, I swear that area of your body has GPS, and the closer you, <laughs> you get, get to, to your house and the toilet itself, literally as you're walking towards the toilet, things that were closed solid, yeah. shut solid. Yeah, they were shut down. They will just open up like, you know, it's like a racetrack where you let the horses go. <laughs> a little rabbit comes out. Yeah. And then suddenly, once you get in the bathroom, you can't unbuckle your pants fast enough. You're like, okay. Yeah, you're literally like, hour. I what might... is going on? Exactly, exactly. So ridiculous. I did this the other day when we were coming home from Pride. I decided to just walk back to my car, and I was like, I'll just wait to go to the bathroom uh, when, yeah. when I get home, because yeah. I don't live that far from downtown. And I was fine until literally I pulled in the driveway and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know that I'm going to make it into the bathroom. Yeah. Thank yeah. God I did. But did we have anybody else yes. call in, Leah? Yeah, I've got Jane holding on line one right now. OK, let's talk to hey, Jane. Jane. Hey, Jane. Hi, guys. Hi. Yes, this is a phenomenon with my daughter when she was in junior high and even high school. And the first event when we'd go to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> oh, my I could God. Just see her get. Like her little fingers, her fingers would just be like, "Where do I go? Where, where, where do I start?" And then, I don't know if I can say the word, but the p word. She'd look at me, "Mom, I gotta go." Yeah, that number two. Okay, oh my number God. two, and so yeah, okay, well, you know that happens. But we would go there quite often, and noticing about the third time, like, "Hey, what's going on?" Well, she's going to be thirty-two. <laughs> so she's so proud August. of this. And it still occurs. She gets so excited. We don't go there very often, but it is so cute because it's, well. It is what it is. 
you gotta go. You need to go somewhere before we pick out a book. Oh my oh. gosh, that's fantastic! Please have her listen to this, and so she will be immortalized on the radio because you talked about this condition that she has. So fun! I really like you guys, and Brad, you and I have the same birthday. So. Oh, happy, uh, happy belated okay. birthday! Go April twenty third. Yeah. Bye. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank Hi, you, sweetie. Jane. Thanks for listening. And um, we have one more caller yes. to get in quick. Mm-hmm. Who do we got? We have Kirsten on line two. Hi, Kirsten. Welcome to the show. Hey, Kirsten. For some reason, they never can hear me. Oh, there we go. Hey, Kirsten, what do you want to share? It's a little bit fuzzy on my end, too, so I think it's just a weird line. Okay. um, Whenever I go to look at a home, like when the times I've been buying a home. Oh, no. Or when I'm looking at a camper or campers, (laughs) I get that immediate desperate urge to go. And it's happened. I've bought probably five houses in my 25 years of buying houses. Yeah. It happens every time. Oh, my God. So at the open house, are you like, can She's... I use your bathroom? <laughs> that's, yes, that's the thing is I'm like, um, I'm sure they probably don't want us all using their bathroom, but I really got to go. And the same is when we're like at a camper show, for some reason, campers too. I walk into a camper and I'm like, oh, my God. Now, <laughs> now, I like this because I think that that tells me that that goes along with the theory that, like, if you're comfortable in your home, then you're more likely to go. So you obviously felt comfortable maybe in those spaces because they're home spaces. I don't know. Well, that would make sense because we do have a home and we do have a camper. But yeah. It, it, and I know in that moment, though. I can't, well, I for sure can't use the camper bathroom if you're in a, you yeah, know, exactly. don't have to anything. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and, and I guess as, as the proper behavior, I don't, I try not to use the people's bathroom that I'm visiting, but yeah, and maybe that's just it, as I know I can't, so I really have to. Oh my God, oh I my love gosh, it. Oh my gosh, we're a slave to I'm, our bodies. I'm, a, I'm glad I'm not alone. Thank you so much for sharing. People have been so thoughtful on on uh, the urge oh, it, it is real the urge is real it really is that's oh, hysterical i will say i want to have a whole other conversation I'll, maybe i should put this on the list of like i have actually like low-key used the bathrooms at like open houses because like <laughs> i don't want them to know but i'll just like have my mom run defense or, or jamie oh, and like i gotta go use the bathroom you know Stall them. Yeah, ask them questions about the attic. <laughs> exactly. But I don't go number two. Okay. okay. Hey, when we come back, Dawn, um, what do you want to do? Um, let's talk about uh, blind items. Let's you want to do, do some, some more blind items. leftover blind items? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. We'll do that when we come back right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Life really is better on the water. What are you waiting for? It is so easy to get started, to get on the water this summer with your boat club. They really do make it super easy. Jamie and I signed up for trial memberships. It could, the whole process, frankly, could not have been easier. Um, my orientation was super easy. 
you guys, I've never driven a boat before, but with your boat club, they helped me understand exactly what I needed to know in order to get on the water. I actually, during my orientation, drove that boat. I parked that boat. I mean, I was pretty proud of myself for somebody who's never done that before. If I could do it, you could do it. Now, the best part of your boat club is they take care of the hassle and the expense, right? Like you pay for your membership, of course, or your single or multi-day boat rental, but they're taking care of everything else. You show up, spend a day on the water, go home. That's all. To learn more about their 30 locations across Minnesota, head to yourboatclub.com. Juicy bits of gossip with all the names left out. That's what you get here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. If you did not get a chance to hear our blind item segment, we're going to do some more right now, but you can always go back on our website and download the podcast. That'll be in the first hour. Hey, Dawn, also, yeah. I thought if we have time, you know, we should talk about that we haven't. What? Uh, did you see that Ryan Seacrest is taking over Wheel of Fortune? Oh, my God, he is? Yeah, so we could talk He's about that if you want. casino tour, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, that's a huge gig. How many jobs can this guy have is oh what I Oh, my gosh, it's a huge gig. First, though, there is something else I want to say. Oh. I feel like that we went to a party well, where we knew all of our friends, and we brought a person and didn't introduce them. Leah is oh, our yeah. new fill-in producer here. So if you've heard her voice but didn't ever you know, get a chance to hear her introduce herself... Leah, thank Hi. you so much. You're doing a great job. Well, thanks. Yeah, they uh, they asked me to come downstairs and help out while uh, yes. Mike's on the yes, you, Can you tell us what else you do in the world? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you do like six things, but like... <laughs> it's a couple jobs. Yeah. A couple yeah. jobs. Um, yeah, well, I'm here in the building with you guys every day. I work upstairs at uh, one of our sister divisions, Reels, the cable and streaming network. Yeah, That's so awesome. Yeah, so I work in affiliate marketing up there. Okay, great. Well, we are so glad to have you. And we've got emails and now, saying, who's this delightful new person? That's and so now nice. You, Thank you. Now you get to um, talk about the urge to go to the bathroom <laughs> when you walk through <laughs> TJ Maxx. Because you're not talking to anybody you know, at Reels about that. You know, oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bradley, I, I came here to talk for Housewives and Kardashians and the... Uh, <gasps> The the poo at Barnes and Noble talk was just a bonus. You're welcome. <laughs> I see. Okay, I mean, thank you. it only goes somewhere from here. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but we get to go together, so that's the fun part. All right, let's do a blind item. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What about Ryan Seacrest? Oh, I, we could talk about him. Uh, well, we could talk about him now. Yeah. Let's talk about him now. Hold on, just a second. Let me get back to that page. I was doing fart noise noises. Blinded by the item. Well, that's a blind item. So you want to do blind items or Ryan Seacrest? Oh, how about... Um, I don't care what we do, honey. That's It's it's not blind anymore. Let's make it a blind item, Ryan. Okay, this... Somebody is hosting Wheel of Fortune. A-list host <laughs> is uh, replacing this other host <laughs> on uh, a 40-year-long game show. And it's rumored that neither of them have real hair. Is that true? No, I just oh. made. I always think Pat Sajak is wearing a hairpiece. It just looks so hairpiecey. Hairpiecey. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's in the hair club for men or Bosley or Fine, whatever. Whoever does no shame hairpiece. No. Hey, look. I if somebody wants to hook me up with a few extra strands, I'll take them. I just don't want to have to do like the weird, like <laughs> owie surgery. Yeah. Anyway, you don't need it. Pat Sajak, of course, announced this month that the next season of Wheel of Fortune would be his last. It turns out. On Tuesday, that is today, wow, it's Tuesday, we learned that uh, Ryan Seacrest will be 
taking the place of Pat Sajak. And he said the following, alongside Vanna White, by the way. I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. I can say, along with the rest of America, that it's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feeling right at home with them. Pat, I love you. I love the way you always celebrated the contestants and made viewers at home feel at ease. He went on to say a bunch of other things. And uh, it's a great gig. It's certainly a great gig. Here's a question that I had. Why wouldn't Vanna White just take over? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I right? think that's better. Like, maybe she didn't want the gig, oh, but don't... she might not have wanted to. Don't yeah. you hope that they kind of asked her? Yeah, I do. Right? Maybe she's going to leave, too. No. She just hasn't said. Well, I don't know. I will say... Um, she has filled in for him. Oh, gosh. And I guess as recently as January of 2020, but then, you know, she went back to her role. Um, you know what sucks is that I didn't even think of that first. I have to admit. I no, I didn't either. Other guys. I didn't either. But uh, to me, I, I thought, you know, um, as I was looking through the announcements of him taking over, they referenced Vanna White. And I thought, well, I wonder why she hasn't you know, put her head into the ring because you do. I mean, I think one of the beautiful things about the show is that it's been on for 40 years and yes, she'll be there. And so there's continuity with that, but like, wouldn't it have been a great thing for her to sort of take the reins? I think so. And I'm, I mean, at least they're not doing I'm, I'm certain that they offered her and she just didn't want to do it. I'm certain that's what it is because it just seems natural that they would ask. I will say, according to this story from Yahoo Entertainment, apparently Puck reported in June that Vanna was negotiating a new contract with the show because, get this, she hadn't received a pay raise in 18 years. Uh, I'm sorry, what did you just say? She had not received a pay raise <gasps> in 18 years. Oh, my god! Apparently, her That's salary so is $3 million a year, oh, yeah, okay. and it was one-fifth of Sajak's. Now I'm unhappy. I think I'm going to dump the Wheel Watchers Club that I'm in. I think that's crazy. 18 years! I mean, she's an institution. So, she does make less than Pat Sajak. Okay, I get that. When you look at her job and what she's doing, it isn't the same. Like, she's not Yeah, but she's also... No, it's not the same, but she's, I would argue, as important to the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I would... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she isn't speaking though, and just like you know, if you're looking at SAG rules, and yeah, stuff, but I, she there's does a, a little difference, bit, I guess, at the end. There's a difference between, you know, one fifth and the salary. Yeah, I just feel I don't like think it should be one fifth. That's ridiculous. All right. Well, we didn't get to the blind items, but Don, don't worry because when we come back tomorrow, yeah. we're gonna have a whole nother half hour of blind items. It's what we do every single day here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thanks for being with us. Up next, Lori and Julia. Dawn, we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team over in St. Anthony, they've been there for over four decades. Why? 
because they know what they're doing. And they're not going to take you for a ride. They're the real deal, the hometown team. In fact, I love just the way that they're personable. The customer service is on point. Every time you walk through the door, they know who you are. They know why you're there. And they explain exactly in plain English what they're going to be doing for you and your vehicle. So if you're looking for a great place to bring your car for scheduled maintenance, new tires, Whatever it is, maybe you just have questions, they'll answer them. Just reach out. Don't be afraid. Uh, they're my talkers, just like you. So head to blvdautoworks.com today. When you drop off your vehicle, there'll be a courtesy car waiting, if that's what you want. They've also got a shuttle service available upon request. And when you pick up your car, it's going to look like new because they'll have uh, given you a beautiful car wash. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you.